You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Jessica Kohler, who is the founder and CEO of Magna Dea. Magna Dea or Magna Dea? Magna Dea. Dea. And what does Magna Dea mean? That means um, great goddess in Latin. I love that. Yeah. Um, And so tell us what the um, idea is behind the company and how you started it and give us a little bit of background. Yeah, so that's, um, it started with actually an invention that I have, um, started a couple years ago, and it is actually a shower system, and it's a way for, um, well, hotels, spas, eventually retail to um, eliminate single-use plastic bottles in their rooms. Mm. Yeah, and it's also a way to make your shower in aromatherapy steam shower. Which is such a hot so, topic right now. Like everyone's super into this. I keep seeing all the influencers like tying up all of the like leaves and plants and things and putting them on their shower head. I'm not that cool yet. I haven't done it. <laughs> I know. I know. I actually did try it once and I was like, uh. <laughs> um, but it, it my is. My mind goes great. immediately to like the mold or like whatever's going to end up on that afterwards. You know what I mean? Like I go to the crazy place. <laughs> No, no, you're totally right. Like I, I had some eucalyptus I tied in my shower once and um, yeah, it started getting pretty yucky pretty quick. <laughs> um, yeah. So hopefully what I have is a better alternative to that by still using that plant matter. And so tell us the detail about it. Yeah. What is what? So it's a, it's a shower head attachment or it's a whole system. Like what is it? Like give us the details. Yeah. So it's a shower system that's not invasive. So you don't have to like, you know, dig into your wall or anything like that but um you know it screws in and it attaches to the shower head and it kind of goes down and then there's a way to dispense the shampoo conditioner body wash and then as it um and the water flows through well through the box so that you can um it warms the products as well so you're not using freezing cold products um in your shower and then on the way back up as it comes back up to your shower head to come back out um you can kind of pop a little button and infuse your essential oil distillates or um, into the into the shower water. That's so interesting. I feel like that. Yeah. I can't believe it hasn't been invented yet because you know you, I, I know I go to the spa all the time, or I did at least before the pandemic, and right. there is that single use plastic just everywhere. The little mini bottles, and and when you go to hotels and like all of those things, it seems like. It's about time for something better to come along. I can't believe no one's invented that yet. What was the inspiration behind it? Yeah, it, it's funny. Like I, so I've always kind of been. Um, it actually started with something a little different, and um, kind of grew arms and legs, if you will. You know, I'm always trying to look for better, more natural products to use. You know, um, and I think a lot of people focus. Well, there's more of a focus now on skin and hair care and and in the whole beauty category, but. Um, you know, so I was I was kind of looking at, you know, using coconut oil and things like that in the shower, but it's kind of a pain, um, you know, to scoop it up and 
use it on your face. Messy, yeah. It is. And it it can be dangerous and then it clots and, you know, so, um, so I was like, how can I melt this in something that, you know, uh, so it kind of started with that, um, being able to melt coconut oil. For your own personal use. Yeah. And I was like, there's got to be a better way to do this, you know, and I think that's how a lot of inventions start is Mm -hmm. there's got to be a better way to do this. Absolutely. And as we started kind of thinking about it, going through the engineering and design process. And it's like, you know what, this is, there's so many more, such a better application for this, you know, than just that. And, um, you know, so we kind of started toying with how, how do you, you know, you can use this as a dispenser that you can put your shower products in. And I know that there's, um, you know, I know this, well, this is all pre-COVID, which I'm sure it's still <laughs> is happening, but, you know, I think there's always that pre-COVID, post-COVID, or wherever we are now. Um, there was, um, you know, a lot of laws that were going into place. I know in the state of California, they were trying to eliminate in hotels um, for buildings or um, hotels that had over 50 rooms. I think it was, and um, different organizations were pledging to eliminate the single-use plastic bottles in their rooms, uh, which is great, but there's, I don't know that there's really um, what the alternative is other than kind of, you know, gluing bottles to the wall or whatever. Yeah, it's so, so ugly. Kind of a, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is just kind of a better, you more high-end experience. More, yeah, and exactly. And, and you can also, you know, not have to worry about those bottles that are, you know, I don't know. I always feel kind of gross like seeing those even in like nicer establishments it's i don't even love them in my own shop i'm being totally honest if there was a solution for that that could take them up off of like the shelves which they always end up getting wet and yucky and yeah i'm a real germ freak if you couldn't tell um i am too yeah totally and and so but a lot of people have these ideas and they're like well that there's got to be a better way and that's kind of the end of the conversation why did you feel like this was your opportunity to build something and what is your background that you decided to actually form a solution or create a solution for this yeah and you know i wish i had some cool story to say oh well i've got a degree in this and this it's literally just been trial and error and a desire to do something better you know um so it's it's been a lot of kind of feeling around in the dark and figuring out how do I do this and it's it's been such an amazing adventure honestly I mean super frustrating at times but um, I feel like we're finally starting to get to the end of the to the end well I shouldn't say the end of the process I guess to the beginning there's never an end my love <laughs> right I hate right to tell you <laughs> that is the one thing that I have I have. Um, said countless times every time I think I come to a solution you know and I open that door there's 50 other doors behind it that absolutely. you have to absolutely especially so as an entrepreneur I call it moving the goalpost every time you're like I hit that and now what's next right that's that's um, right that's yeah. right yeah yeah exactly and you think you know and I think when I first started out I kept looking at other people like oh well you've been doing this for a while so you you just know what you're doing and it's kind of like it's like when you become a parent you know and you realize oh None of us know what we're doing. We're yeah, just everyone's, trying to figure it everyone's out. Everyone's faking it. Some people just play, that's right, play, that's play right. the cards better. You know what I mean? Um, and I yeah. actually think it's a really inspiring story because there's a lot of people listening in who probably have great ideas, especially over you know the, the pandemic period. 
when we've been so stuck inside of our houses, we've been noticing why things, when things aren't working as efficiently yeah. as they could. And I think a lot of invention will have come out of that period. So I think it's really important that we not only have really established brands on the podcast, but more startup brands like yours so that people can see like, look, I have no background in any of this. I just saw a problem. I wanted to create a solution and I fucking did it. Like that's, just yeah. how, you know what I mean? Like we Absolutely. I just went for it. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So share with us some of the lessons that you've learned so far, like any product development lessons or ideation lessons or like what are the biggest pieces and takeaways at this stage of your journey? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I think the biggest thing that I have learned is if one word can stick with you is be willing to pivot at at any moment's notice, you know, don't ever get stuck on one thing and say, oh, because I've done that. And I've, um, <laughs> and it will, it will hold you up forever because mm-hmm. Don't sometimes be it just, for seven's sake. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or say, this is the way that I saw that it was going to be. And so this is the way it has to be. Well, sometimes there's not a good, you know, market fit or there's not, um, you know, something's just not feasible yet. You know, there was something when I was looking at something for packaging and I think I'd called about a hundred different places. I'm not exaggerating. I, mean, I was waking <laughs> up in the middle of the night, like, how can I fix this in my head? And I just kept getting told like that that's not really a thing yet. Like actually companies are working on that right now, but you know, and it's like, you have to pivot. You have to go, okay, well, what else can I do? Instead of just going, well, I could sit and wait, you know? So um, yeah, I would think that's, that's probably the, the biggest takeaway and it kind of come up with a, I mean, I, like I said, because you're just kind of feeling around in the dark, or at least I was, I think it's always good to find a mentor mm, or mm-hmm. somebody that can kind of, at least, I always say like, I don't know what I don't know. You I know? say that all the time too. I, I love that statement. Do yeah. you? It's like, it's become like, <laughs> I find myself saying it all the time, you know? And it's, yeah, but the truth and it's, is that there's someone else out there that does know. And so I think a lot of entrepreneurs feel like they need to figure it out on their own. And that's right. it's not, that's not true. That's going to be a very frustrating, much longer journey than it ever has to be. So I love your point of going out and finding mentors. I actually call it an advisory board. And I like to have multiple people on it so that there's someone that has a different expertise, like someone who has for you, like consumer focus, someone who has packaging, someone who understands the engineering side, marketing, legal, accounting, etc. Like you need that dream team around you that you can ask questions to as you're building something from the ground up. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, and it's funny how people will, even when you start out and you go, I don't know any of these people. It is amazing how the universe just will kind of present those opportunities for you when you put yourself out there and you show up to events, you, you know, just kind of put yourself out there. That's how you and I connected, right? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And you just, you know, I had a friend that used to always say to me, when in doubt, just show up. Mm. Showing up is is 10, is like uh, 80% of the work, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. And it's, you know, every time you go, I don't know, I don't know if this will be beneficial or I don't know. I mean, I've had so many things where, or something that I went to and I was expecting a certain outcome and, um, you know, I was crushed because that the outcome that I wanted didn't happen. But looking back on it, it's like, well, I made this connection and this connection and this connection. And that kind of put me in this direction, you know, or opened up my, my eyes to this other 
you know, everything happens as it, as it should in the right timing, even though it's super frustrating. Cause I know I'm an A type person and I want to really control that. And speaking That's of right. controlling it, we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Mexi Craft Tequila Seltzer. It is a top shelf tequila seltzer made with craft tequila from Jalisco, Mexico, real juice, and sparkling water. Each can contains a shot and a half of premium Blanco tequila, which y'all know is my favorite, and no more than three grams of sugar for those of you watching that. You can get it in Whole Foods in Southern California or order it online at MexiSeltzer.com. Follow them on IG at MexiSeltzer and use Podcast 20 for 20% off your first order. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with Jessica Kohler, who is the founder and CEO of Magna Dea. I keep saying it, thinking I'm pronouncing it wrong. Magna nope. Dea? Magna Dea. I got it right. Magna I guess. Okay, good. It's Latin, which I'm terrible at. Um, but I love what it is that you're doing. Before the break, we were talking a little bit about like showing up and how that's really half the battle or more than half the battle. Um, and that the universe kind of gives you what you need, especially as you're building something that's brand new, especially when you're building something that nobody has built in this category. Like that's what I think is most interesting about what you're doing is that first of all, absolutely like why hasn't this been done before? And second of all, like you're building something, this is not your background. I, I love that you're just taking what we call it the flying cannonball leap, right? You're just fucking <laughs> doing it. I love that. Yeah. I like that term. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you can absolutely use that. But you have a whole nother product line behind the the shower product itself. Will you share this a little bit about yeah. the aromatherapy and all the other, these other amazing luxury products you've developed? Yeah. So um, I'm glad you asked. Um, so it was kind of born from the shower system, right? Because mm-hmm. it it deals with the shower products and the um, the uh, aromatherapy steam shower. So um, I have a line of essential oil products and some shower products, and they're made with um, natural ingredients. So the first for like my shampoos and conditioners and body wash, um, first ingredient is organic um, aloe leaf juice. Mm. So it's not water. A lot of ingredients, if you look at your bottles, um, it, the first ingredient will be water, yeah, you know, which sometimes can make up like 60% of your formula, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I definitely didn't want to do that. And I was, I um, am super against any sort of um, artificial dyes or artificial scents. Like I never could understand why, um, you know, you get your shampoo out of the bottle and it's got like red dye number 40 in it or whatever. And you're slathering that all over yourself. Like, why does my shampoo have to be some color? color? Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah, totally. like <laughs> it does nothing. It does nothing for your hair. Well, I mean, you know, there are certain, certain instances, but um, yeah. And anything that says the word fragrance on it, that you'll never find that on our ingredient decks. Um, yeah. I love that. I'm very sensitive to to scent. And when I got your products, I was like, oh, oh, oh here we go. And then, and then yeah. I opened them and they're actually really lovely. Like they're not overpowering. They're really just, uh, they just smell really clean and um, they, they do feel very organic. And yet ha- they do have that luxury texture. The aroma is a really love, like really lovely. I mean, there's another word I can use to describe it. And usually I'll talk around it when I don't love them. Product. <laughs> um, what's super fun about yours is that you have your products d- divided into kind of categories by purpose and then you have these like deities so can you tell us a little bit about that part yeah. of it because that to me is like the marketing fun part yeah it's yeah it is um so like I said Magna Dea means great goddess in Latin um 
so I, my my background, I'm I'm Italian. Um, I'm I'm actually second generation, um, and so I I kind of wanted to tap into that um, that feel for for the company and. If you look at my logo, um, so everyone go check out my logo. Um, go to, you have to tell them where to go. That's Magna right. It's Magnadea.com, M-A-G-N-A-D-E-A.com. Check them out. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're learning marketing, right? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Um, so you, you notice there's a goddess in there and she's got a bow and arrow. And so that is actually the goddess Diana. Hmm. And so that was a big... Um, big reason for the name of my company. So my mother's name is Diana and my grandmother's nickname was Diana. And it's actually my middle name too. So it's a big family name. Um, So that was a big, a big uh, reason behind that. And so all of the blends are named after Roman deities. So Roman gods and goddesses. Um, and they're attached to the purpose of, of their blend, right? So example, um, Luna is the goddess of the moon. And that, um, that blend is like a sleep time blend, right? Mm-hmm. It's like chamomile and lavender, and it's very soothing and calming. And, you know, I Apollo love that your voice is- even changed when you say it's very soothing. It's lavender <laughs> and lunar nighttime. <laughs> it's it's probably, I used to be a preschool teacher, like way oh. in another lifetime. And I used to read a lot of children's books and I get really animated about it. So it, that's, probably, it. that's probably where that comes from. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so um, like Apollo is the god of the sun and revitalization and, you know, um, his civic engagement and stuff like that. So that's like a, a real, it's kind of a stress relieving, also very revitalizing and, you know, energetic kind of blend. And so, so um, Zephyr is the god of the west wind, you know, and so that's a, one that's good for deep breathing and you know it's got like eucalyptus in it and stuff like that so it's um yeah so that's kind of the the whole um reason behind the names so it's so fun I love it um and again the products themselves are super high-end but very very reasonable considering the uh quality of the product I have to say yeah, yeah, I think so. And like I said, that you know, the fragrances that you're smelling in there, it's all either um, flower waters or essential oils themselves. And so it's, yeah, there's nothing, like I said, when you see the word fragrance on an ingredient deck, I think that can mean anything. Like you can, oh, yeah. you know. It's, it means chemical is what that really means. That, that's right. It's made up right. in a, a chemistry a room with chemists. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't want, um, yeah, I just don't want putting, I don't want to be putting that on my skin or on my yeah, hair enough, or on my children, you know. that are toxic out in the world. You can't, and, and then skin is your biggest organ as well. So I think it's, uh, to your Thank point, you. really important not to put this on your body in any way that's not organic. That's right. That's right. People always talk about what you put in your body as far as food and things like that. But, you know, sometimes don't put as much thought into, like you you said, I mean, I say that all the time, the skin is your largest organ. And when you think about when you put on lotions and they absorb into your skin and everything like that, well, what do you think is happening when you put on, you know, so I'm always very, very cognizant of that. And so, um, yeah, I like that. I, I feel I feel comfortable using it 
um, using my products and, and feel comfortable using them for my children. Do you know mm. what I mean? So important. Absolutely. So yeah. when is the, um, is the shower system coming out? Do we have a timeline? Yeah, hopefully later this year. That is, um, you know, and again, it's always, you know, you just got to pivot and, and figure things out as they go. So it's, you know, it's a learning process. So hopefully, um, actually was awarded a patent. Very exciting. That's that's major. Yeah, it was a big deal. It's very exciting. Um, Did you frame it? You know what? I haven't done that yet. Isn't that terrible? You've got to celebrate. That's my I know, I know. We got to celebrate the wins. That's right. That's That's right. Actually, that is a huge win. And it's, um, yeah, I'm so proud of that. And, and, um, yeah, it's just, I, I got my little folder and I, I did cry a little, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a big, a big deal. So wow, that's yeah. very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. Hi guys, me again. And we wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about our award-winning agency, Elevate My Brand. We're a full-service digital and experiential agency, meaning we do it all. From event management to content creation, branding, web design, social media, you name it, we got you. We're a small and scrappy team of both data nerds and quirky creatives, and we're here to make you look good. After this episode, let's chat about how we can elevate your brand and take you to the next level. All right, y'all. Talk with my friend Jessica Kohler, who is the CEO and founder of Magnadea. Uh, we're talking about how you have to pivot. That's like kind of your word today, it sounds like. Um, and then my question is really, are you, in terms of the production side, you're seeing all of the operational issues that we're seeing across the board. I would assume that's why it's been a bit delayed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I th- I think it started, honestly, at the, at the beginning of COVID, right? Um, actually lost a designer, you know, my... Um, my mechanical engineer like literally just fell off the radar and like, you know, it was just kind of one thing after another. And then it was, you know, you're in this mode where I think where everyone was, where you're all of a sudden having to, um, you know, you have your kids at home and you're, let's be honest. You're just trying to keep your shit together. You're literally (laughs) trying to keep your shit together. Yeah. Really challenging. And yet you forged on and you're going to have this amazing product coming out at the end of the month. How can we support you? What do you need from us as your listeners? Uh, if you could wave a magic wand, what would be the thing that you would need to be successful right now? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that is a great question. Um, well, right now I am um, just started marketing with my um, on the retail e-commerce side. Um, so that's that's a big that's a big thing that we're trying to push right now. And um, gosh, that's a good question. Can I take a second for that? Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. We don't as entrepreneurs, we always are looking at like one step in front of the other. But like when someone asks you a big picture question, like that, you're like, I have, what do I actually really need? I don't know. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's just visibility and awareness. Maybe it's just a better night's sleep. Who knows? You know? I think it's all three of those actually. And yeah. So it's like, where do I even start with that? It's like, um, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, looking at some different funding sources, that's always a, a, an obstacle, you know, um, and definitely the visibility would be huge. Um, because yeah, you know, I think one of the other big things that, um, you know, like what you, to your point is you get so 
in your little bubble of what you're doing that you don't realize that like, and I think that was another big thing when I launched And you know, I think that's, you know, it's like you, you know what you're talking about and where you are because you live in that world. And then you realize, Oh, well the rest of the world doesn't know what I'm talking about, you know? Um, and you have to kind of go back and, and back up for a second and kind of step out of your bubble and say, okay, what does this look like from the outside? You know, totally because, because you are totally forging ahead. And well, I'm really impressed that you've decided to do this. I think it's, like I said, a product that um, I want in my shower. I think it's going to be a great direct to consumer play. I also think obviously big B2B play there. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see what you do with it. So in the last couple minutes we have left together, I always like to ask some more personal questions so that the audience can get to know you as a founder. So question number one is what is the one thing you could not live without during the pandemic and you can't say your own product? Oh, wow. The one thing that I could not live without (sighs) headphones, maybe (laughs) totally fair. We've gotten a lot of things like Netflix, my iPhone, the internet, I thought was a really great meta um, response. I love that one. Um, but the headphones. internet for sure. Yeah. Headphones. Uh, headphones a good one. Honestly, like, and oh my God, I would say that to my husband. I'm like, if you are ever wondering what to get me, some noise canceling headphones would be great. <laughs> um, you know, we have, we have a loud house. Yeah. So yeah, I would I, say. I like it. Um, what is your go-to vice of choice? Like when you just need to relax at the end of a long day, what's your, what's your go-to? Oh gosh. Um, I wish I knew how to do that. (laughs) 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 Um, a bath. I sometimes reading, although it's, that's been a while. I feel like I get so burnt out, you know, that even just we're on screens all day long. I'm like, if I, I don't need another word sometimes that's right. too much. Yeah. I love a yeah. good bath too. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. And of course you've got the, the right products for it. So hello. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, right. What, if you drink, what is your go-to drink of choice? Oh my gosh. I feel like, um, this is really lame, but probably like a seltzer <laughs> like or a, wine. I'm a, I'm a red like a boozy seltzer? Fan. A boozy seltzer. Yeah. Like a boozy seltzer or, okay. or, um, red wine. Red wine. A, got it. Yeah, I'm a red wine girl. Like a Pinot or a Cab? Are we talking a little lighter or heavier or does it depend on the season? It depends on the season and and how I'm feeling. Um, Fair. Yeah. I'm actually going up to Santa Barbara to go wine tasting tomorrow. I'm very excited about it. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Big fan of wine. Big fan of cocktails. What Um, kind of wine? I mean, I love a cab, but you know, it's summertime. Yeah. So in the summer, mm-hmm. I'm much, I drink a lot more, more champagne, a lot more rosé, a lot more Pinot Grigios, Pinot Gris, et cetera. Okay. But I am not very particular when it comes to, uh, you know, my, uh, my evening routines. I love just a cocktail. I'm also really just a straight up, like, um, uh, tequila rocks with some lime. I'm real easy. Although I like really high end stuff, but I'm real pretty easy in what I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I, yeah, I haven't done hard liquor in a hot minute, but, um, well, you have children, so you need to be somewhat cohesive to like deal with them. I don't have to get. Oh my that. god! Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than waking up in the morning with a headache and, right. and having kids so screaming at you for cereal. <laughs> but yeah, I like as far as the wine. Like I, I love like I said, red wine and white wine. I'm getting a little better about it, but it has to be dry. Like I can't drink really sweet, sweet stuff. 
Agreed. Agreed. I also can't That's do a buttery Chardonnay. Just absolutely not. Like anything with oak on it, I'm not a fan. But, you know, to each his or mm. her own. Everyone has their own flavor profile and palate. Yeah. Um, what is the thing that's most exciting you right now in your life? It could be personal, it could be professional. Like what, what, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you think about? And what are you most excited about? It's honestly, I mean, aside from, you know, my kids and all the stuff that's going on with them and, you know, I've got, it's my business. I mean, I eat, sleep, you know, just, it's all consuming and I, love coming up with new ideas and oh my gosh I can do this and oh you know it's um it's all consuming and I probably as much as I say that and it's exciting I probably should try to step back a little more and like just turn that off for a minute you know (laughs) um yeah because I think at some point it's probably not not great (laughs) there's definitely a point of diminishing returns you know when it comes to that um, so yes, I would say making time for yourself re- is really, really important. Um, and then my last question is what is your favorite word and why? And this could have, could be something that's had real meaning to you over time or something that just came into your mind on this call. Oh, Hmm. My favorite word. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? So I recently, I told you I'm second generation Italian and I've been looking into, I'm actually doing, um, looking into getting my dual citizenship. Oh, cool. And yeah, and so my grandfather is from the Abruzzo region. And um, I, as when I was doing some research from there, there is, they have a slogan and it's um, forte gentile. And it means strong and gentle or kind. Mm. And I just, I mean, I know it's not one word, but. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I think that's such a great um, kind of mantra, you know. Yeah, especially as as female leaders, being really strong is so important, but really leading with your femininity, your female energy, as opposed to that masculine, you know, side, I think is really important. I love that. I'm going to use that. That's right. Yeah, because you, (laughs) I mean, you can and should be both, you know, I mean, it's absolutely, it's, um, so that's been something that, that sticks in the back of my head a lot. So that's fantastic. Well, any last final words of wisdom for our audience um, about your journey, but your products, anything you want to share before we wrap things up for the day? Well, I think as far as my journey, any if you're thinking about getting into doing this kind of stuff, do it. It's so fulfilling and rewarding, and you learn so much about yourself, um, not just as a business, but as a human. Mm. Um, I've, that's been the biggest surprise for me, is you really, really have to get to know yourself. Um, and so, and I mean, I know I still have so far to go. I'm by no means an expert. Um but it's, it's been really fulfilling and, and eye-opening, you know? Yeah, and, I think that's uh, great words of wisdom. So just do it. There's no time like the present, uh, and it's always a growing process. Jessica, this has been such a pleasure. Again, for those of you tuning in, uh, magnadea.com, check them out. The, um, uh, the aromatherapy and shower products are available now with the actual product for the shower coming out end of the year. I cannot wait. Um, very, very exciting. Jessica, thank you for spending some time with us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been great. So fun. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next.